Yes, yes, yes. Turn it up. What is going on? You are now tuned into the Sparks and Pours podcast. I am your host and I am also your creator of the show. My name is Jaleesa Dove. No affiliation with the company. It's just my birth name. But you know, hey, uh, we can definitely get to that point. Hopefully that would be amazing. Uh, okay, money. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for continuing to keep me motivated. Um, You know, I, I'm... Looking into making changes to the show, so I'm like thinking about maybe stepping away for the month of December, just to be honest with y'all, but I'm not too sure yet because I know how I am. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to keep going when you have something. And so, like, you know, I don't want to step away too long, but definitely thinking about it because I do want to, like, revamp some things. And it's because of you all, because you all keep me going and keep me pushing, and I want to be better and evolve. So... So yeah, but uh, thank you for tuning in to another great episode, and I'm excited about this episode because not only are you learning about somebody new and tuning in to someone's story that you've never heard before, but so am I, and and this is great because this is, you know, how networking and things like that all get together, so all the way from Delaware, yes, here, <laughs> made it safely, so God be the glory for that, Amen. thank you, yes. But the singer, the songwriter, Kashawn, welcome. Welcome. I, I, I appreciate it. Yes. Um, like, thank you for reaching out and, you know, for making this happen. Like, I was so excited to get the email and I was like, okay, let's do this thing. And then when I heard your music, I'm like, okay, let's, thank let's you. see what he's about. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I definitely, you know, wanted to hear your story and how you got started and what you have coming next because... Thank you. Yeah, a lot of big things coming next. Big things. working. Yes. It's been been a crazy, like, couple of... It's been a crazy year, just Mm -hmm. in general. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was not writing at the beginning of this year, um, but now I'm glad to finally, like, be back writing, be in a studio because, like... Let me tell you. <laughs> yes. Things I needed to say. Okay, get <laughs> off the chest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ooh, and so there good. is like no better way to do that when you're a creative. Yes, and I absolutely love and adore music, and I'm just so excited. I can't wait for me to finally have everything wrapped up. I'm such a perfectionist. It's mm-hmm. technically been done since last year, but every time I listen, I'm like, okay, I need to fix this, need to fix that. So, you know, we get in there. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be done. <laughs> Definitely. Well, it's in the works and it's almost at the finish line. So we're going to talk about that in today's yes. pour. But first, let's get into the sparks. Um, So uh, it's like a lot going on. So big shout out, huge shout out to the nominees of the 2020 Songwriters Hall of Fame. So this could... That's- yeah, this could definitely be you one day, right? Hopefully. Yes, hopefully. So, some of the greats we have: Outkast, Neptunes, Mariah Carey, the Isley Brothers, um, and these are just some of the few who are part of the twenty-four nominees. So, yeah. So, like, are you like any fans of like Outkast or love Outkast? Yes, absolutely. Right. Grew up I Outkast. Yes, my heart. I'm just surprised that. Outcast, especially Outcast, especially Mariah Carey, aren't already in there. Right, that was surprising to me because mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, <laughs> okay, like let's be real, right? They should have been in there. 
Right, especially somebody like Mariah Carey, like, you would think, you know what I mean? Just, like, with all of the other accolades that she has and everything that she's done, that she would already be there, but... It's... Hey, listen, they can take their time. It's a hate. Right, yes. Timing is everything. 2020 nominees. Um, So, and then they'll be, you know, well, they're basically following in the footsteps. Hopefully, they get picks, but... um, Jay-Z, he's in the Songwriter Hall of Fame. Yes. Jermaine Dupree, the very wonderful Missy Elliott. She is the first female rapper and songwriter in the uh, Songwriter Hall of Fame. Oh, Jay-Z was the first rapper. So I think that is, you know, amazing. And, like, to be inducted, um, you would have to have written, like, music for, like, more than 20 years. Man. So yeah, Which, if you like, that's cr- like twenty years worth of storytelling is nuts. Yes, like I feel like after writing for a year, I told my like <laughs> <whole> <laughs> as you live, like you mm-hmm. go through different experiences, so you're able to talk about different things from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. So I get it, but I'm just like, can they shorten that? Because you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to be in there not in twenty years though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know what time. Well, I don't know how much time I got. <laughs> right, right. I got time right now. <laughs> I need to stop playing. <laughs> But it is crazy, though, because it's just, you know, like what like you were saying, 20 years of material. Like, you know, especially when you're thinking about someone like the Neptunes who have been around and, you know, from the producer side as well. And just working with so many artists and being able to still, like, follow the times and be right. relevant. You know what I mean? Absolutely, like, yeah. people still know who Pharrell is. And, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like... It, it, that's a great thing, especially like in music where it's ever changing. Yes, yeah, songwriting it's it's hard to like it's with songwriting it changes so much mm-hmm. as to yes you can always write, but can you write to where this person understand that person understand it and everyone it'll be simple enough and calm and collective enough to where people aren't like okay what what's going on they mm-hmm. can be like okay you know what i'm saying i like this this is nice mm-hmm. and it's songwriting is complete and that's why like with rappers i'm like listen y'all got y'all got that <laughs> like you, got, you know what i'm saying y'all because <laughs> it's just to have to write mm-hmm. especially with rappers that write their own raps mm-hmm. it's like you're writing and you need to write and make sure that when people listen to this they're like ooh that's hot like your flow's sick right but when they looking at the lyrics they're like oh shit they said that yeah and so it's like that itself can sometimes be so hard and it's like with a project especially like you'll find people do repetitive things mm. but it's just like once you find that thing you like like you kind of stick to it yeah and like if you like I listen to projects all the time and I'm like mm, I knew they wrote this in the same time frame cause same verbiage or same, you know what I'm saying, same cadence. Mm-hmm. Things like that always stick, but songwriting is incredibly difficult. I understand why certain people don't write their raps. I'm not saying that. <laughs> no shade. And I understand why. Some people, <laughs> I get it. Some people don't write their songs. Right. It's hard. Yeah. But it's, hey, I mean. It's a, listen, it's a part be, of, of being that artist. Yeah, and it's, people grasp more to songwriters because they feel like it's, more so coming from you mm-hmm. even though realistically you know it's true but people that still don't write their stuff can still have a personal connection to it yeah that's why people attach themselves to songwriters specifically hmm. well we're okay giving us a little bit we're definitely gonna get into that a little bit more um so oh my god so social ig is trying to bring a change to social media 
So, yeah. So, you know, they are trying or they are going to not yes. trying to, but they are going to. They have said that they are getting rid of the likes. And the reason behind it, they want Instagram to be the nicest like social media like a safe place on the internet and they don't want people to compare their self-worth to likes what are your thoughts Kashawn? because i'm i mean listen yeah <laughs> let, let's get your thoughts you are the guest so please speak first <laughs> this is my thing mm-hmm. i get it it's a nice thought behind it mm-hmm. all i'm saying though is that not someone not seeing their likes ain't going to stop them from not having them self-esteem issues. <laughs> That's something they need to see a therapist about. Mm-hmm. Someone they need to talk to about. Mm-hmm. It's a nice gesture. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not going to change the world. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is getting backlash for yourself. But you don't think so? You don't think that they could possibly like change the outlook? Because, I mean, what, before? Because I... What, so, so wait, I guess it would go MySpace facebook instagram I, and i feel like i think it's um is, face no myspace facebook probably i think twitter came twitter and then instagram yes yes because i want a lot on my twitter so i know twitter <laughs> i know all those 140 yeah, characters yes. were there <laughs> so yeah so i feel like you know maybe they could change the world but then also like you said i also do agree with Instagram taking away the likes is not going to yeah. boost or like lower your self esteem. Like right. it's it's self esteem. Yeah, yeah, it, it's like, a self thing. You you just that's something uh, you have to seek within yourself. Mm-hmm. You didn't go on Instagram and just granted some people may have, mm-hmm. and I'm not knocking their story, but majority of it starts from, and it could be younger, like. A lot of people could have self-esteem issues from when they're younger. Yeah. It is, is like, even with, like, even as far as, like, people being uncomfortable in their race. Mm-hmm. Or even in how dark their skin tone is or how light their skin tone is. It starts younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's hard to control what people say and it's hard to control the judgments. And you're more receptive during those years. So, with you saying that, do you feel that maybe Instagram should put an age limit on its users? Because, keep in mind, when Facebook first came out, it was strictly college. And, like, even when it did move to high school, like, you had to be invited. So, maybe if they put, like, an age limit on it, right? Because it's, like, literally babies, like have children. have like <laughs> right actual children have Instagram pages. So I feel like you know since it does start out younger and self love and you know finding yourself and all of that, maybe that would be an approach they should take. Right, but kids are slick, man. <laughs> that is, slick. yeah. Times are different. That's true. Listen, I had the fear of God. <laughs> my parents when I was younger my uh, parents said do this do that I was doing this I was doing that you were playing kids nowadays they're a little out of pocket some of them are a little out of pocket and I I, I, I didn't even think about that like I'm over here thinking fairies and, and green grass and these little jits be uh-huh. oh yeah I was born in in the 80s 
in the 90s. Like, you know, no, about the 80s. <laughs> no, you weren't just to get that Instagram page. Right. So it's, I don't know. And then it's just like with social media being what it is right now. It's interesting to see, like, everybody has something to say about it, you yeah. know. Some people feel like it's a business move, you know, that way that, you know, we have to pay Instagram, you know. I don't know. but yeah. there could be, you know, those, there could be those intentions behind it. Mm-hmm. We can't say that there is or there isn't. Right. I just want to see how it's going to go. Yeah, because, I mean, people don't like it. I mean, I really don't care. I mean, it doesn't bother me. It really me. doesn't. I just I'm still gonna post what I want to post. Yeah, one like <laughs> yeah. or a hundred doesn't matter. I'm still gonna post it because <laughs> I like that picture. Right. <laughs> um. So over the weekend was Tyler the Creator's festival camp vlog off. It was the camp vlog off festival. Have you? Did you hear about this? It was. Uh, it was the ninth and tenth. So that was uh, Friday. No, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so had the internet, who I love, like the internet. I the, don't no, not familiar. Got to put you on. Love them. Had the internet, SZA, Lauren Hill, uh, Tierra Wag, Jane Smith. So many people, but everybody was upset because they were anticipating the amazing Frank Ocean to be there, and they got Drake instead. <laughs> Literally booed the man. I had never seen this headline before. Drake booed off stage. I haven't seen booed off stage in a minute. Right. And he's not, it's not like he's a new artist. Like, it's Drake. I don't know if it was just, (laughs) I seen, well, I don't know if it was just audience. I don't know how entirely true this is. Mm -hmm. I seen someone post on Twitter. 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 <laughs> um, they said that the crowd's issue was that he kept going, kept performing. That he came on during um, the. They were like promoting that there was a mystery guest, and it was just Tyler and friends. Like he brought out all his close friends. Okay. Drake just happened to be one of them. Okay. But they said that all right, Drake performed one or two songs, and then one or two became four or five. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if that's the case rightfully so okay gotcha where are the rest of the friends right. you did your part your songs you okay. did your one or two songs uh-huh. i need you to go oh you're not going okay. <laughs> so now at this point i want to make you very aware you need to go gotcha gotcha i get it <laughs> do i think it was funny absolutely <laughs> right it was i was like oh my gosh literally booze <laughs> was he salty because i watched the video oh absolutely right he was like if y'all want me to go i'll go, I'll go. boo all right well it's been great uh holy love <laughs> drink out <laughs> that's how you know you started <laughs> holy love i love you <laughs> it was really bad i was like oh dang my worst fear right getting booed off stage yes. that would that is embarrassing. Yeah, I especially really, like when it's seen around the entire world. I would hide my face from like the rest of my life. Like, and then like I saw that Tyler changed his uh, status to like embarrassed by my fans. Like, y'all really made this man feel bad. He tried to give y'all a nice show, but um, but I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm. I was in DC over the weekend. So. Yeah, I was home. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was chilling at the crib. <laughs> So that part. Um, also, over the weekend was the People's Choice Awards. Very interesting. And so I'm going to give you some of the winners. Okay. 
and then I also there was like a couple where I was just like what so uh movie uh was the Avengers Endgame did you are you uh, like love the Avengers okay it was really good and oh, I'm not amazing. like uh <laughs> yeah right I downplayed just saying good my, it my was bad phenomenal. yeah it was crazy it was it crazy was yeah it was super good um so they won uh so reality keeping up with the Kardashians won. <laughs> You know what? Stop. And one Ow. over Real Housewives of Atlanta and Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, like some of my favorite Listen, reality shows. I like you, but I don't. I don't I can, watch them, so I, can I don't see know where people find and pick their issues. Mm-hmm. I just like to watch it because I like to watch their business moves. And like, <laughs> I like that. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Like so you're taking okay. notes while you're oh, watching. Oh, they make mad money. Are you listen? Indeed, they have do. That much money? Indeed, they do. That's listen. You got to study it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, reality show they won. Uh, so shout out to Zendaya who won for her uh, TV drama role in Euphoria. That show. Such was a great show. Amazing. Oh. Uh, it was it amazing. Was, loved every single yes, episode. Yes, cannot wait for season two. I just loved, like, the the story that it was telling, the lessons that it was, you know, providing, right. the insight that it was providing. Beautifully. Beautifully she done. Yeah, she, def- she did amazing. Yeah. Like, amazing. Yeah. It, it was good to see her, like, in that role, playing right. that role of, of an addict. Like, definitely sideways from her other win as best actress in spider-man <laughs> so like definitely two ends of the spectrum yeah. but she played them both very well and as you can see she won the people's choice award for it yeah, um man. yes uh actor robert downey jr for avengers and yes. game mr tony stark yes <laughs> that's your man <laughs> <laughs> now this and then the game changer was simone Biles. shout out to her Black girl magic, gymnast. Love her. Love her. Amazing. She's a tumbling beast. Um, now this is where it got really confusing for me. Okay. So one of the awards was most aspiring Asian woman. Okay. Right. That was very weird to me. I was like, this is an actual It's like a very uncomfortable like award category. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't know. Like, if I got that award, like, if I was an Asian woman, if I got that award, I don't know if I should say thank you or, like... Right, like... What should I do? <laughs> uh, and a, bit, uh, a woman by the name of C.L. won the award, but I was just very confused. And then I was like, well, let me scroll and see if they had, like, most aspiring African-American woman right. or, like, white woman. Like, and they didn't. So it was just really weird. And I'm just, right. Why not just most inspired, like, most inspirational woman? And just... Just have it at that, right? Because if she should be, if she's inspirational in that aspect to where she deserves award, she should be able to compete against everybody. Because she's really doing something. She should have still won the award. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't <laughs> send right. it out to just because I feel like that's like praising that's like a backhanded compliment. Like you know what, you are an sp- inspirational woman, but only for Asians. For Asians, the only most inspirational Asian one. Like it's such a backhanded compliment. Yeah, and so it's just like I would feel awkward. I'd be like, thanks, but like gotta go. Right? Yeah. Like thank you for this award, but <laughs> no, thank you for this award. Like, yeah, it was really weird. I was very surprised at that category. And then I, I also thought it was funny that Beyonce won for animated movie voice for Lion King. Oh 
and everyone <laughs> said that she was trash. Like they were just like they like they couldn't get past the fact that that Nala was Beyonce in the way that she was reading this. It was more so reading the script than like acting. Yeah, it if that makes I didn't sense. See it. I, didn't see it, it, I mean, to be honest, I'm waiting for a clearer link on my Fire Stick, <laughs> so I haven't seen it either. I just, I had like, I didn't hear anything. Like, I heard bad things. I didn't hear any good things. And yeah, I was talking like my parents about it. I was like, I heard it did really bad. And they support every black, everything that <laughs> they support it. It don't matter if it's trash or not. They, so of course they're, it's amazing. It's fantastic. It's amazing. Right. I love like, well, it. Dad, I'm hearing from other black people that it's not that good. <laughs> so I'm confused. <laughs> Which one <laughs> Who's is it? Who's telling the truth here? Right? Is it amazing or is it trash? I right. Give, I gotta give it the time of day eventually. <laughs> right. I'll watch it eventually. So, like I said, as soon as that link is clear. <laughs> But yeah, but I just thought that that was very funny. Um, and then also a big shout out to right here in the Maryland area, Montgomery County. They are the first county in the nation to adopt the Crown Act. And this is the act where there can be no discrimination for your hair. Um, like whether it's employment or if you're denied service, like can't fly. Crown Act right. is in effect. Shout out to Montgomery County, MoCo. I yes. see you out there. Like, and that is amazing because, I mean, you know, with a lot of people just it's, getting into their hair and, and heritage and just being natural, that's an amazing it's thing. definitely something to celebrate. Yeah, especially, I mean, we're both natural as well. Like, Yep, absolutely. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it boggles my mind and blows my mind how, like, hair is such an important thing. Like, how yeah. it really influences people. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, I just don't understand. I've had a personal experience. Um, mm, really? Yeah. I used, I was a server. Okay. Um, at a restaurant that I shut on. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I ain't saying names unless they pay me. Okay. So, um, I was waiting on a table. They ended up leaving early. They just had a nasty attitude from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually found out that they were complaining to their manager about my hair. And they were questioning why someone with my type of hair would be allowed to work here. So, wow. Right. It was more confusing than frustrating to me because I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? Right. <laughs> like, my hair is not in your food. My hair is mm-hmm. not in your drink. It's out of the way. It's not in my face. It's not in your face. It's not dragging across the floor. You can't mop with it. <laughs> so why is this important to you? Mm-hmm. And so it just still, like, I just... I think once they they started running out of things to complain about. Yeah. (laughs) And so they just needed to find something else. Wow. They ain't had no money for that meal anyway. That's what it was. And they got banned. That's what they get. See? See? (laughs) Watch your mouth on what you say about people. But, uh, but yeah, shout out to Montgomery County, the first county to do show, and to Cali in New York, who are the only states that have that act. So, um, everyone else, please follow suit. Um, because as soon as possible, uh, yeah, as soon as possible, and um, and yeah, so let's go ahead and get into this part. Hey, because Sean, you are here from Delaware. Shout out to Delaware yes. in the building. Love Safe drive, thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> right. Jesus had to take the wheel a couple of times. Okay. At first he was taking the bills. I told him to let the bills go, take the wheel for a little <laughs> bit. <'cause> I can't. <laughs> the drive was crazy, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, it was a very relaxing, very centering thing. There's a lot of forest. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a nice scenery. Good. Besides Good. Besides the people breaking every 30 seconds. Right. That part. <laughs> <laughs> but we are here to talk about your music 
and your career in music and also your upcoming projects. So just for starters, like when did you begin singing? I'm trying to remember the age. Um, it was or begin around... in music because you, you know, you do more than that. Um, well, so I used to write stories. <laughs> I started out with stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to, you know, everybody sings in a car. You still just singing in a car. Right, yeah. Um, but then <laughs> I was in middle school and <laughs> the girl that I was dating at the time mm-hmm. moved to Texas. Now, this is obviously a big deal to me. <laughs> right, yes. Your first love. Right. <laughs> there is nothing I can do about it. Like, mm-hmm. physically, nothing I could do. Um, so upset, wrote a song about it, um, and at that time, I was just like, hey, like, you know, I was in Florida for three months, Mm -hmm. special place in my heart for Florida, I think that's why, um, because I wrote the song, um, my cousin, I was like, you know what, I think I want to record this song. Oh. And he was like, well, you're 14, I'm 15. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a couple of obstacles that we need to try. Right. So, um, because I was down there for so long, my parents were sending me money here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were down, like, there for school? In no, just for the summer. Just for the summer. Okay, cool. Visiting okay. family, needed a change of scenery. Okay, um, okay. And so I stayed down there. They were sending me money um, on, like, a little prepaid card. Mm-hmm. Just reloading it. Yeah. Whenever I needed it. So, I had saved up the money. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to do something. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm going to do something with it. Mm-hmm. And I saved it up. And then I was like, you know what? I think I want to record this song. So I found a studio that was like, I think it was like 40 minutes away. Found a studio 40 minutes away, took the money I saved on the card, mm-hmm. booked like two hours for the studio session. Oh my gosh. Me and my cousin took them as 14, 15 year old. Yeah. I was probably 13 because my birthday's in August. I was down there in the summer. <laughs> so we take the bus. It's just the two of us. No, no supervision whatsoever. The two of us take the bus to this studio, this random studio that we don't know. What? This, like, 30-year-old white man opens the door <laughs> and lets us in. And I record the song, and we, I had the set time, and so we're looking at time, we're like, oh, snap, the bus is about to come. Mm-hmm. Because... We don't have no way to get back. Right, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? The bus is about to come. We gotta go, we gotta go. So we rushed and finished this song. He was like, I'm gonna email it to you. I was like, thank you, you're an angel. <laughs> we left, hopped on the bus, rode back. I think I got it. When did I get this song? I had a song like maybe four hours later. He sent it to me. Yeah, engineers, they wild, but they put in that work. Sheesh. They tie it with a bow. Uh-huh. And I put it out, and that song was... That song was like my, like, it clicked in my head. It was like, wow, like this is something I should do. Wow. Yeah. So it so it came from a breakup basically, and just yes, like I expressing that it yourself. Came from yeah, that, but I mean, hey, listen, it got me to where I am now. Did she ever like hear the song? Did you ever send it to her? Probably, I don't know. The, like where? Because so where? Where did you put it out? Like on what? Like so platforms, or whatever. It was on YouTube. Okay. Okay. And I sent it to some family members. Um. And <laughs> my grandfather loved him to death. My grandparents, angels in my life. Right? Aren't they, um, they're amazing. <laughs> biggest fans. And sent it to them. It did really good on YouTube. I had actually gained a little bit of a following. Okay. Um, 
off just this one song. This is just this one song. Mm-hmm. And my mom was naturally completely understandable, very skeptical about a musical career. Right. You're 13, 14. Mm, right. Absolutely not. <laughs> and so, but it was so crazy because this one song, I ended up getting booked for a festival up in New York um, on the second main stage. I don't remember what the festival was, but I ended up not being able to go. My mom was like, nah. Oh. Right, bet. <laughs> but it was... Of course, I was upset, but, mm-hmm. you know, looking back on it, I would have said no, too, probably. Because <laughs> it's New York, you're running a performance festival you've never performed before. Yeah. Also, you have one song. <laughs> it doesn't seem like, the, you know, the cards are yeah. stacked in my favor. So, um, so I guess, so like, so when you, when did it start to become serious for you? Because after that, was it like, okay, like, let me start taking singing lessons or, you know, let me start finding studios around my hometown um, since you were in Florida at the time? It, I'm trying to think of when it be. When it, I will say this. When it became serious, and mm-hmm. I will always acknowledge this person, um, I sent my grandfather a song. He absolutely loved it. It would show, like, random people at Food Lion. What was the name of this song? I'm not talking about it. Because <laughs> this song is horrible. It's trash. It's up on YouTube because I can't find, like, get into the account that I uploaded it from. Uh-huh. And the views go up every other day. And it, it I try not to acknowledge it. You Look. might as well just tell us because we're going to find it. Listen. Okay. So the song's been called Because of You, which is corny as hell. Okay. It's on YouTube. I did, like, a whole lyric video. I was always self I did that lyric video with my little HP mini. Yeah. Type it, create that joint up real quick. <laughs> um, put it up on YouTube. And my grandfather actually ran to this guy at Food Lion. Mm-hmm. Um, let him listen to the song. He calls me. He's like, hey, like, I showed this guy this song. He really likes it. He thinks you're amazing. I was like, oh, snap. Who's it like? <sighs> Jay Z, Lil Wayne. You know right. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yo, Lil Wayne, we about to be, yo, that's about to be my bro. We uh-huh. about to be friends. Right. <laughs> and he was like, um, Terry King, the guy that joined the Temptations. And I was like, Terry King, Terry King? I was like, are you sure? What? And so I looked it up and I was like, huh. Oh. I said, are you serious? And he was like, yeah, he wants to work with you. And I was like, Paul, if you're playing, I'm about to call the cops. You understand this, right? <laughs> like, don't do this thing right now. Because it was so random how yeah. this major person was. First of all, at Food Lion. Right, second doing a all, regular, a quote-unquote regular right. person type thing. And secondly, just let this random old man <laughs> show him a song. Right, from his grandson. Right, and so I always will thank him so much because I ended up, I think, I know, I think he was, he was like, he wasn't the original leader of The Temptation. He like right. came in after mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. replaced the original one. Yeah. Um, but we worked together for a little bit, which was really awesome. Yeah, he, what did, yeah. Taught me a lot of practices. Mm-hmm. Um, we, at first, <laughs> so my original stage name was Kashawn Jackson. Mm-hmm. Kashawn Jackson. Um, he's the one that convinced him, just go to Kashawn. He was like, what's all the extras for? Just cut it short. <laughs> one name. Yeah. Kashawn. Kashawn. I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I've just stuck with it since because mm-hmm. I valued his opinion so much. He Definitely. taught me so many things that I do now. Like, he's like, when you record a song, when you write a song, you need to sit on it because you need to get comfortable with it. Because if you're not comfortable with it, you're not going to give it your all. And absolutely right. Because there are songs I've recorded, put out the next week, and I'm like... Let me bring that one back in the vault. I don't know about that. So how do how long did you all work together? It was maybe like, I would say like six to eight months. Oh, wow. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Every time 
it was like always a social calling between him and my grandfather. Mm-hmm. But it was nice because we would have those conversations. Um, I remember one time, like my mom and dad just didn't believe us <laughs> until so they actually came with us, uh-huh. and they were like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that is Harry King, right? That's him. Okay, okay, gotcha." <laughs> yeah. So when did you put out? What was the na- the title of your very first project? I actually, so I've never been comfortable with. I've always been a person. I need to perfect everything. Mm-hmm. I've never. I won't put my name on anything that I do not love and will get my devotion right especially in this day and time when once you put it out there it's out there like we'll be clocking me on that (laughs) (laughs) and so i put out a cover ep Mm -hmm. um and that was just a cover of a couple of songs those songs did really good but they weren't my own material so of course you know Mm. kept it pushing i put that out on soundcloud because i don't got time for lawsuits <laughs> um but this project that i'm putting i've like done little things here and there mm-hmm. like i've done features here and there that have still yet to come out um i've done remixes here and there that are in the process of coming out okay sweet so it's just i've wrote for other people mm-hmm. i think my first like ever official feature was like from my uncle he's a rapper okay and he's like can you just sing this part and i was like i'm tired but yeah <laughs> sure, why not? Sing it, cut the push it. Uh-huh. Nah. <laughs> and so this project that I'm putting out, Stargazing, is like my official, like my official project of my original work. Yeah. My blood, sweat, and tears, like my illegitimate child. Mm-hmm. Because it just means so much to me. Like I don't have like every like every artist you see artists putting out projects like here's a album, here's an album, here's an album. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So That's much, yeah. yeah. I can't listen to it's it all. It's very overwhelming, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I just like wait, right? <laughs> Patience is a virtue, and so I just wanted to wait a little bit and wait to expand my name a little bit more mm-hmm. um, before I really committed myself to a project because it could either do really well or it could get paid does. Yeah, and so I just I try to do everything smart and smart in the sense of business wise. Mm-hmm. Like, make sure I follow what I need to do to the T to make sure this can reach its maximum capability. Definitely. There's nothing breaks your heart than putting something out and you're like... And nobody fucking yeah, way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, or like, it's, not, it's not the best that you know you can do. Right, like, I spent this bread, I did this, mm-hmm. I worked, I wrote blood, sweat, literal tears... Like crying in the club, like yeah. And you're you're an independent artist as yes. well, right? So this is all you. All I mean, like to the very aspect. Like, What's the most stressful part about that? It's surprisingly the after release part mm. because after the release of the music, yes. you mean okay? Because it's like you have to set up the promotion, the marketing. You have to do this. You have to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I wish I could just put it out, keep it moving, <laughs> get, collect that bread. But yeah. it's like, you have to work to get that position. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, that's, the writing comes easy. The writing is absolutely natural. Mm-hmm. The recording is easy. The recording, just simple, keep it moving. I think now I take like six hours to record a song because I make life difficult. <laughs> and, like it used to be two hours. Now I'm booking eight hour sessions, only get one song done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is it me? 
And then as I noticed, when I, because I started going to a different studio, shout out to Occupy Studios, they're amazing. All right, all um, right. That's yes. in Delaware? Yes. Okay. Um, I worked, who did I work with? His name, it was Chris and TJ, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I'm really bad at names. Um, <laughs> but they're the absolute bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually um, recorded and mixed Terrible and Master Terrible that I just put out. Nice. Um, which is doing really well. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Terrible. Stream Terrible. Available on all platforms. Okay, yes. Um, but yes, all that stuff is so fun. It comes so natural. And then I have to sit down mm-hmm. and go, okay, plan this release out. What day is it going to be released? Mm-hmm. How am I going to release it? What am I going to put out to accompany it? What promotion am I going to do? Am I going to do this? And because I'm so small mm-hmm. it's everything comes with the price right so it's like okay start setting budgets and i'm irresponsible so i, I, don't, I don't follow my budget <laughs> so it's always like <laughs> right. a, it's a learning thing right. for you right now <laughs> definitely Luckily, definitely i have some good friends that are always like hey you know do this do that mm-hmm. try this try that mm-hmm. but i'm like it's that part now i understand why people have teens <laughs> yeah right <laughs> other people who who are there to back you and to assist yes and i'm yeah. like i've had maybe three quote-unquote managers mm-hmm. but i fired each one and they've all been friends which i think is like the first mistake yeah but i am serious like and i always tell them like hey we're going into this like i'm this is serious. what you want to do like i'm an asshole <laughs> now is is your seriousness like why did you name the ep stargazing is it you know because you are serious about these dreams and you know, absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, where? What does this mean to you? The the title. So I'm very into astrology. I okay. Think astrology is everything. Mm-hmm. So that naturally influenced it. Um, but yeah, it does go back to what you said, and you're spot on. I have these dreams, and you know, at this point with stargazing, it was like, okay, I'm tired of them being dreams. Mm-hmm. Now we need to get moving. Like, yeah. I'm tired of stargazing. Tired of saying, wow, that looks nice. This would be awesome. I would love to do that. Okay. Let's cut it short. Now let's do <laughs> Time it. Time to start doing it. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so that's why I decided to call it stargazing. It was mm-hmm. just because I was like, you know, I need to declare to myself as a person, also as an artist, you're done. Like, no more, I wish, I wish, I wish, I am, I will, I'm going to, mm-hmm. this is going to happen, that's going to happen. And so that's kind of what the mark of this project or that's what the release of this project will mark yeah. going forward. And what is like what is the sound of this project? Because I mean, this is this is different from the because of you. Is that that was the title because of you 13-year-old yes. Kashan. <laughs> this is, you know, this is different. So what sound, you know, will the audience receive while they're listening to your music? Um crazy. <laughs> Go ahead, ham in the paint. Um, I'm so articulate, like, mm-hmm. about everything, like, harmonies, melodies, very picky about everything. Mm-hmm. But I will say each track independently sounds different, but they're all cohesive. Okay. And so that's why I'm really proud of this record, because it doesn't sound repetitive. It doesn't sound, oh, okay, well, I heard that on that song, so we'll just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Every song has a new story to tell. And that's why I decided for the first official release, um, when it comes to the project to be terrible, was because terrible talks 
it doesn't talk about love. It doesn't talk about that breakup. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Nah, it talks about, yo, this person, they think they can do whatever they want. I'm about to clock you. <laughs> you know, I'm about to sit here and walk around, talk crazy to me, talk mm-hmm. crazy to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Since nobody else wants to do it, I'll do it. Yeah. And so I get to, like, I've lived life, at least a portion of it, and I get to finally say, I've had these experiences. This is what I've experienced. Now, listen, because there's someone out there that can relate to it. And it's surprising, like, when people are listening to her, but like, yo, like, I know this type of person. I'm like, that's dope. Don't clock them, though, because I, <laughs> I don't want you to get, like, jumped or anything. Right. You know or or come blaming answer. me for the right. <laughs> I just put out the mute. I just said what you was thinking. <laughs> but it's so crazy because people think only thing people can relate to is love nah fam there's a bunch of emotions out there Mm. there's jealousy there's envy there's rage there's anger there's sadness and nostalgia which i love nostalgia because it's like it's such a happy unhappiness yeah like you're like wow this was nice but damn i'm sad like because i wish i was there some type (laughs) way right now and it's like uh, people are just so scared to talk about these emotions and especially with at least in my opinion there being a lack of popularized male singers mm-hmm. you hear a lot of music as far as singers from women and their stories are being told and their stories are phenomenal they sound phenomenal mm-hmm. and I hear a lot of time like when people I say I'm a singer they're like you're a singer? And I'm like yeah and they're like oh I thought you were a rapper well, because I'm a guy, you thought I was a rapper. <laughs> we still sing. Have you heard of Maxwell? <laughs> Thank you. Maxwell. Yes. We got Miguel. Come on yes. now. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? We got to give our props, but it's... We people just expect, singers. you know, it's strip club money. Right, they expect you to give them something Cute. fast, something to twerk right. to. But it's like, no, I'm going to harmonize you a little bit. Gonna, yeah. Right, Sarah Days a little bit. We're going to have a little bit of fun. We're yeah. going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about the hate. We're going to talk about the envy. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about the jealousy. And we're going to talk about how, like, sometimes you just don't want to talk about you want to be by yourself. And sometimes we'll talk about how you want the world to be with you. Now, is it hard for you to tap into those emotions? Because, like, you know, you're writing your own music. And you're putting yourself out there when you are writing your own music. So, like, is it hard for you to tap into those to, to tap into those emotions? And how do you tap into them when you're writing? It's not hard in the Mm -hmm. sense of I'll say it's not hard but it is it's hard to accept like with certain topics Mm -hmm. that vulnerability yeah no one wants to be vulnerable it's not something we willingly want to do because we seem weak Mm -hmm. I had to learn to say okay (laughs) (laughs) F it like yo it is what it is we about to do what we gotta do Mm -hmm. and so but it's not hard because I'm a very aware person and I'm very aware of what I'm feeling how I'm feeling at these times Mm -hmm. and so because I'm so observant of my surroundings I can think about something and recollect every single thing Mm -hmm. or every single moment in that situation so it makes it easy but it's just hard for me to say like I'll write a line and be like hmm that sound weak like I sound like I'm a baby like I'm a bitch but (laughs) I'm like, now I'm like, you know what? Get, like, it is, it is what, what it is. is. Right. That was that emotion. That's how I'm feeling. And the fact that you are able to like, to just be true with yourself and your music, that I feel like is what allows so many people to connect. 
You know what I mean? Because, like, when somebody is able to be like, yo, like you were saying how they were about terrible, you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's probably, like, a very warm and, like, fuzzy feeling. Yeah, it makes... Get that feedback. (laughs) When people tell... Like, just when people tell me they love the... Just when people tell me, like, my voice, mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you. I've been living life. I've been, you know, I'm saying, I'm walking through God. I'm trying. Yes. So thank you. Like, <laughs> I be trying. <laughs> so I take every compliment to the heart because mm-hmm. it's something I'm passionate about. Yeah. And it's like every positive comment, I take 100%. Every negative comment. I take it 100% to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. If you feel some type of way about a track or if you feel this about the track, perfectly fine. You're titled to your opinion. Of course. And I'm always welcome to constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. But what you ain't going to do is talk crazy. Right. <laughs> but what you're not going to do. Right. <laughs> now, are you like, are you that booth artist or are you a performing artist? Like, do you enjoy performing? <laughs> performing. When, th- when I tell you, yeah. performing is my prime. I love being on stage. Yes. I love and. I- I, no matter how nervous I am before mm-hmm. I get on stage, as soon as I hit that stage, it changes. Because performing, it's like a, it's a new, I feel like it's a different type of story I can tell. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you heard the project, you heard the album, you heard the EP. That's nice. Now, watch how I'm about to put on the show for you. Yes. Watch, like, watch the color. Like, I'm such a huge fan of colors. Mm-hmm. And... With every song, I can see a color or I can see certain imagery, mm-hmm. and I want to relay that in the show because I can't relay that through a stream. Yeah, I can't make you see the blues and the pinks and the oranges and the greens. Mm-hmm. I can't make you see the stars. I can't make you see you know the environment that I'm painting for you. But when I'm live, oh, you want to see it. all? You get all it is, all it is. Now, last month you were uh, you performed at Bourbon and Brunch, was it? Bourbon and Branch. You yes. Bourbon and Branch. How 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 did you come about that gig and how was it? How did it go? Um, so that was through Afton uh, Shows. They are like mm-hmm. a booking platform. They are absolutely amazing. Okay. Um, they don't have any local shows because they're not in Delaware, <laughs> <laughs> but they do. I'm sorry, they do hook me up and they're really awesome. Everything's so smooth and quick nice um and other artists perform so it's and not an environment where you feel like you're alone because there are other people there that show was it was good Mm -hmm. it turned out a lot better than i thought i will say leading up to it was a show oh um yes it was just a mess um my laptop gave out oh no so all the files i needed for the show oh my gosh backing tracking everything could not like I had to improvise, but <laughs> I still got um, a good reception good. and a good feedback from the audience. Mm-hmm. And I just kept apologizing. So I was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, this is so unprofessional. <laughs> this is so unprofessional. But it was so fun. And it was just nice, like, because it's such an intimate venue. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just could look at every single person and get their direct connect with them yeah right where was this at now you said that uh the company is not in delaware was bourbon and branch in delaware held there so the company i don't know where they're based at oh Um, (laughs) i don't even know the site i just i'm so used to routine typing egg they come up yeah um but the bourbon and branch is located in philly oh okay okay i absolutely love that venue the nachos they look different (laughs) 
I had nachos before the show. Them Johns hit. <laughs> Not only are the acoustics amazing, but the nachos <laughs> are hitting. Exactly. <laughs> so, Kashan, who inspires you? To keep you going and to keep, you know, to keep your your head up. My family. Yeah. I And my friends. And I will, people be so scared to acknowledge their friends. My friends is everything. Right. You got to have a good tribe, honey. They're so supportive. Mm-hmm. And 1,000% my family, like my family just, not just got serious, but they, within the past two years, have just gotten serious about my music. Mm-hmm. In the aspect of they're like, okay, go do it. You got it. Do this, do that. Like I'll be calling my dad up. Yo, this just happened where I just recorded this or I just wrote this. What do you think? He'd be like, you know what? Do this, do that, do that. Or I like it. It's nice. I don't like that one. And I'm like, all right, I don't care if you like play. Yeah. <laughs> they, Who asked you? Right, they definitely stri- inspire me um, to strive and go further mm-hmm. and go harder. They have a very go big or go home mentality. Yeah. And I've developed that. And so it's like everything I do is over the top, not because... I want everything to be extra and dramatic, but because my parents raised me, listen, if you about to do something, you about to do it. Yeah. You're not about to do it halfway. You're not about to do it 2%, 3%. You about to do 120%. Mm-hmm. And so that's, they 1000% keep it going. My friends are awesome. They're so supportive. That's what's up. So supportive. My friend keeps threatening me to leak us. She keeps threatening me that she's going to leak a song. Oh. Because I have released <laughs> it. I keep telling her, I need you to stop. Don't <laughs> leak my shit, girl. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with the song yet. Right. <laughs> and she's like, I love this song. You need, as she said, if you don't release it, I'm going to leak it. Mm-hmm. I said, at this point, you going to do whatever you want. I don't know this conversation. Look, if that's the push you need, you know what I mean? And the fact that, like, you know, that you do have the support from your family is a beautiful thing because, you know, yes. sometimes people don't have that. And I am so lucky and so blessed. Yeah, because when you're getting it from outside critics, it's like you need that home base to like reel you in and let you know like, hey, what you're yeah. doing is good. And be like, listen, like keep up the good work. Mm-hmm. And it just, I feel like it hit different when somebody in your close family, your immediate family say, Oh, I like this song. Like, I was at work one day. My mom texted me. She said, I heard your new song. I like it. Oh. I said, I like that you listen to it. <laughs> You're so nice. Thank you. Like, it's that support. And so, mm-hmm. that matters the most to me because I'm like, all right. <laughs> Let's I, go. Right. I need that. My mom said it's good, so. It's good. Exactly. Y'all ain't to tell me it's not good because my mom says it's good. Hello. <laughs> and whatever she says goes. <laughs> With music, with outside of music, what she said, go. Yeah, I'm scared of her. <laughs> <laughs> now, with you know, with all with your journey and you know, preparing to release your your new EP, do you and also just you know where we are with you know you being able to be your own entrepreneur, like not really needing a company to back you. In this world and where we are, would you want to be, like, would you rather stay independent or would you want to be signed to a label? I personally mm-hmm. um, would rather be signed. Okay. And mm-hmm. I know, like, a lot of artists are like, no, uh-uh. <laughs> What do you say? <laughs> you got to do your research. Mm-hmm. You can, you know what labels are good. You know what labels are bad. You know how they interact. Mm-hmm. Like, there are a couple of labels where I'm like, if they came to me, hard negative. Mm. And there are a couple where I'm like, okay, they came to me dope. Like, I would consider it based on, you know, what that paper says. Right, right. Because with having a record label back you, you, as an independent artist, 
you have to basically make triple of what you're putting out. I'm spending a hundred, so in order for me to keep going and produce more, I have to make a hundred thousand. Mm. Well, if I have this label, yes, they get a share, but if I play my cards right, I have that financial backing because being an artist is so hard mm-hmm. financially. If money didn't like didn't exist when it became to be an artist people was just like y'all gonna do this for you for free do that for you for right free. right smooth sailing everybody be up there <laughs> but because it's such a financially driven career mm. having the financial backing of a label yeah. would make things a lot more easier mm-hmm. because all right y'all can slide me this check i'm gonna do what i need to do because i know that the art i'm gonna put out and the art that i'm working on is going to do something right I don't need y'all for that. I need y'all to hand me that money. <laughs> so I can say, all right, dope. I see you in like a year with triple this. Mm-hmm. Because it just makes things a lot more easier. Labels can be controlling mm-hmm. about what you put out. I'm not saying they can't. But you just have to stand your ground. Like, at the end of the day, they want to drop you. They want to drop you. Oh, well, keep it pushing. The label is not the reason why you popped. Mm-hmm. You popped because of who you are. And, like, a prime example of that is, like, Iggy Azalea. She was popping on the label. And I think when she got dropped from her label, she failed to realize, yo, people weren't investing in your label, dog. They was investing in you. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. had faith in you. So yeah. Shit. Right. <laughs> so, so some more music. Put that music. Yeah, Make I that money. I feel you. Nice. Well, I mean, definitely wish you all the best. And that, that does come because this new project is about to drop. You know, yes. and it's about to be out and for different labels Ooh. to hear. So, like, are you? Do you plan on like sending it out to the different labels, like dropping um, them a link? Or I'm not pressed about them. Okay. What I will say is, because I know y'all be watching, because I'm looking at my analytics, my stories. Yes. I see y'all. Yes. So stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> when I put out this project, <laughs> y'all can hit me up. But I'm not pressing for a signing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put this out just for my enjoyment and everyone yes. else's enjoyment. You know, whatever follows, mm-hmm. follows. Nothing follows, nothing follows. Hey, I'm going to still do what I got to do. Right. But if something follows, glory be to God. Amen. I'm going to do what I got to do. Keep pushing. Definitely. <laughs> well, Stargazing is on the way. Kashawn, yes. what, what is it dropping? Do we do we have a day? Are you, are you, do you have to hit me back <laughs> and let me know so I can let the people know when to get it? Come out. We already got, we already got what? Terrible, terrible yes. is out right now. That terrible and terrible is... It's I'm so busy because I have singles. I'm working on them. Terrible's getting a music video. Nice. There's another song that's getting... It's being released with another song. It's getting two music videos. It's a lot going sweet, on right sweet. now. Stargazing, I ideally would want it to come out the end of November because it's basically done. I okay. put the final touches on it. But, hey, it. I'm shooting for the end of November. There I'm it gonna, is. I'm going to set a deadline. There <laughs> it is. End of November. Stargazing. For right now, where can people follow you and find your music? Yes, yeah, so um, all my music is available on all platforms. My name is Kashawn, K-A-S-H-A-W-N. Mm-hmm. There's another artist out there by the same name as me. I do not rap. This <laughs> is not about that life. <laughs> so if you hear rapping, that's not me. <laughs> right. I'm the singer. You got the vocals, the vocals. Right. right. <laughs> um, but all my music is available on all streaming platforms. Tidal, um, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer. Um, there's another one with the art that I don't know. <laughs> it's out there. It's you there. gotta be able to find it. <laughs> um, and then my social Snapchat is T 
dash and it's called hyphen t hyphen mm-hmm. swizzle mm-hmm. um two z's two l's two e's okay um and then twitter and instagram is just kashaw music keep it plain and simple gotcha <laughs> gotcha <laughs> make sure y'all write that down so you can follow him after the show or go ahead and follow right now if your phone has that capability so you can do two things at once <laughs> right multitasking so kashaw we are now at the random af the random AF segment of the show. So these are my random questions that I'm thinking about when I'm hitting my sparks, you know, when I'm just <laughs> in traffic chilling. So I'm going to ask them to you. Okay. So what is one product that you will buy store brand? Y'all about to clock me. Cereal. Cereal? Yes. I don't mean pressed over name brand cereals because they low-key be tasting the same. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I, they, they be tasting the same. Y'all just got to get on the wave. He said he don't know the difference. I'm trying to save y'all some bread. <laughs> the one or two dot. All I'm saying is the Cinnamon Toast Crunch by Home Slice, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch by Walmart got the same ingredients. <laughs> I just do y'all a favor. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite kind of chocolate? Oof. Um, definitely milk chocolate. Mm, yeah. I like milk chocolate, too. Dark chocolate, nah. Ugh. White chocolate, not at all. Oh. <laughs> it's an oxymoron. I like yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, so Chris Brown just had a yard sale, which was like, that was random AF. So, what celebrity yard sale would you want to attend? Rihanna. Rihanna, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. What she. I know she got something. Honey. I just need her to put her up for the yard sale because I'll buy her <laughs> and I'll take her home with not me. Not Rihanna for sale, child. <laughs> not Rihanna for and sale. She, she can dress, man. Okay. She, like I, I need like you. Like I need what I want you to put in your yard sale is like your management email, your stylist email, <laughs> uh, your phone number, <laughs> where you be your produced. Like I need you. That, that's what you that's go what pay for. <laughs> and I ask everyone, but spark or pour. If you do, I would do have to say a strong, strong spark. Strong spark. Because it Sweet. go down on the brown, but <laughs> the clear you have me wiped laid out. out. <laughs> Lay, lay. And, and we don't want that. I was dancing with a bottle of Bacardi last year. It was not child, going good. No, child, we don't want that. We don't want Listen. that noise at all. <laughs> I don't remember half of the day. The only reason I remember because somebody showed me the video. Woo! <laughs> Hopefully said, that ain't out there. I, would, I hope it ain't. Right. <laughs> well, Gashawn, thank you so much for stopping by the Sparks and Pours podcast. Absolutely. Feel free to come back anytime. One more time, please tell people where they can find and follow you. Yes, Instagram and Twitter is Kashawn Music, K A S H A W N Music, M U S I C. In case some of y'all ain't, don't know how to spell that, I'm not clocking, I'm just saying. And my Snapchat is T hyphen swizzle two Z's two L's two E's. Yes. Make sure you follow Kashawn. Also make sure you're following the Sparks and Pores podcast. That's regular Yes. I do. He does. So you should too. That's Sparks and Pores, regular spelling. Also, you can follow me, you know, we can get close. We can be homies. Uh you can find me at Jalisa Bald. That's J A L I S A B A L D. Once again, Kashawn, thank you so much for stopping by the Sparks and Pores podcast. Yes. So fun. I love your energy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you have such like, like a common, you have a very common, like nice soul. Nice. It's very welcoming. It's like lavender. 
Ugh. Stop! Because <laughs> I hate lavender. lavender. I would oh. say it's more like vanilla. <laughs> okay, I like because it's right. very sweet and I love it. Sweet. We'll I can see the that. lavender. If I like lavender, I will give you that. <laughs> but I don't get along with lavender. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I'll holla at you later.